Again, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of uh, three martyrs um, uh, of the early church, um, two of them very early, uh, St. Marius and Achilles, um, killed in one of the earliest of the persecutions in the first century. They were, uh, we don't know a lot about them, but the two have been uh, members of the Roman army uh, who uh, heard the good news and converted and uh, were then uh, uh, killed for uh, refusing to worship uh, the Roman gods at that point. Um, Agris, uh the third century, I think, uh, um, uh, was killed in the uh, persecutions of uh, Diocletian, and uh, his remains were then carried outside the city um, of Rome and uh, buried uh, in a series of uh, caverns underground, uh, one of the early catacombs uh, that are there, and that, uh, that catacomb is named for him, so we all of them. Uh, in mind today, uh, celebrate. And we prepare ourselves to meet our God in word and sacrament by just taking a moment of quiet reflection, looking at our daily lives, those moments of grace, and giving God thanks for his gifts, recognizing who we are sinners, we seek forgiveness from our loving God. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners to redemption. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who know the great courage of your glorious martyrs, Nereus, Achilles, and Pancras, in confessing you, may experience their loving intercession for us in your presence. We ask this to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Be seated, listen to the word of God. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After Paul's escorts had taken him to Athens, they came away with instructions from Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. Then Paul stood up at the Arpagus and said, You Athenians, I see that in every respect you are very religious. For as I walked around looking carefully at your shrines, I even discovered an altar inscribed to an unknown God. What therefore you unknowingly worship, I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and all that is in it, the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in sanctuaries made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands because he needs anything. Rather, it is he who gives to everyone life and breath and everything. He made from one the whole human race to dwell on the entire surface of the earth, and he fixed the ordered seasons and the boundaries of their regions so that people might seek God, even perhaps grope for him and find him, 
though indeed he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since therefore we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divinity is like an image fashioned from gold, silver, or stone, a human art and imagination. God has overlooked the times of ignorance, but now he demands that all people everywhere repent because he has established the day on which he will judge the world with justice through a man he has appointed and he has provided confirmation for all by raising him from the dead. When they heard about resurrection of the dead, some began to scoff, but others said, we should like to hear you on this some other time. And so Paul left them, but some did join him and became believers. Among them were Dionysus, a member of the court of Areopagus, a woman named Damaris, and others with him. After this, he left Athens and went to Corinth. The word of the Lord. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all you his angels. Praise him, all you his hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Let the kings of the earth and all the people, the princes and all the judges of the earth, young men too and maidens, old men and boys, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. He has lifted up the horn of his people. Be this his praise from all his faithful ones, from the children of Israel, the people close to him. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. Hallelujah. The Lord be with you. The reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. <clears throat> Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot hear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Coming to the end of Jesus' talking at the Last Supper, uh, he's been giving kind of his farewell address uh, to the disciples, to the apostles at, 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 at dinner, at Seder, um, and told them some things, but here he tells you there's much more I could tell you, but uh, you cannot hear it now. 
Um, cannot bear it now, actually, he says. Um, uh, he's saying that it's, what he has to say would be too much for them, that uh, they need something more, uh, some more, uh, another experience to prepare for it. Uh, what they need it was his passion, death, resurrection, and ascension uh, to do it, that there are uh, things that we need to be prepared to hear. Um, just as we don't start kindergartners out with uh, differential calculus, um, uh, we, we accumulate that knowledge and build upon it as we get older. And we see uh, what Jesus doing this at the Last Supper, with them saying there's things that you've got to experience before you can hear this. And uh, we, we see Paul doing this as he enters Athens. Um, he's traveled from Philippi to Athens. Um, Athens at this point, um, uh, having been the, the capital of the Greek empire, uh, isn't that anymore. It's very much, uh, you can think of it as the, the city of Boston, 1776. It was one of the most important places in the 13 colonies. Um, it's where the American Revolution started. Uh, the Boston Tea Party, uh, Lexington and Concord, which are just suburbs of, of Boston. This is where the revolution started there. Today, it's a big city, um, but it's largely known as a college town. It's famous for having a bunch of universities and colleges in it. Athens is no longer the, the great powerful capital of, of that empire. Rome has superseded it. There's the Romans conquered the Greek empire. Um, and so it exists as a college town. It's still the place of teachers and uh, great schools of, of the ancient world. And so when Paul gets there, um, uh, he doesn't just uh, stand up and start talking to people. Um, he goes to see what, where they are, what do they know, uh, what's, what's uh, familiar to them, and build upon that. And so we see him wandering around Athens and comes to this string of, of, of temples and shrines and, and finding, uh, you know, think of the Greek pantheon, all of Zeus and Mars and uh, Athena and everyone. Uh, each have their own little shrine and have the statue there that is being worshipped as the god. Um, and he, he gets all of this. And it, uh, but he, he comes to one that's interesting to him. Um, an altar inscribed to an unknown god. Um, the Greeks did it as insurance policy. They had so many gods. Uh, they were always afraid of offending one by not having something to them. So they were ready that if a god came and said, how dare you do this without, uh, you know, you worship Zeus, but you don't worship me. And they said, oh, we just didn't know your name. We've got you right here. Well, Paul takes that unknown god and he says, you've been unknowing, you've, you've been worshiping it without knowing who the god is. I can tell you who that god is now. Adonai, it's the Lord. Um, it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, it is the God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And uh, starts giving them the good news. Um, he's doing this in uh, a, a, a place in, in Athens where 
uh, people come to exchange these ideas it's down uh, down the road from the main market of town um, and uh, this kind of hillside um, there would have been their parliament or legislature their senate would have met there but there's this plaza outside and it's a place where the you know Greeks can exchange ideas uh, the Socratic method carried itself through their culture. And so, you know, uh, we used to talk in the early 20th, late 19th, early 20th century here about getting up on a soapbox when soap was delivered in wooden crates. Uh, you go to a, a park, lay down your crate, stand on it, so you were above everyone, and you'd start talking about what you wanted to talk about. That's what Paul's doing here. He gets up and starts talking. And this was great entertainment for uh, for Athenians, someone's talking, they'll listen to it. And if they're in her, they're not, they're bored, they'll move on to another speaker. But if they're interested, they'll stay there. He captures their fat, their imagination. And he talks with them, uh, giving them the, this information about uh, uh, the good news, telling them about the way. Um, and when he gets to the idea, they accepted a lot of this. And he, and he drew upon what they knew. Um, uh, he says, who's this God? He's the God um, uh, who in him we live, we move, we have our being. Um, this is a poem they recognize went back to the 6th century BC. Um, uh, part of uh, a poem came from Canossus in Crete. It was a poem about, uh, about Crete uh, and about uh, a, a, the God who created and, and this is something familiar to them. Um, talking to them about being created, that we're all created by, all of us are, are one creation uh, by God. Uh, they recognize this from another one of their poems. Um, these were things that, that were familiar to them. And by linking what was familiar to them to what, uh, what his faith was, um, he was able to draw some of them in. Um, some of them, uh, they heard the story and, uh, uh, and they got to the idea of, of resurrection. Uh, they thought, that's interesting. I'd like to hear more about that, but headed on to another speaker. But some others stayed um, and became leaders, that, uh, Dionysius, uh, Damaris, and others uh, did this. Um, and, and so uh, he, he got a little start on things there. Um, that the, the faith is planted there. And, and then uh, we finish our story. He goes off to Corinth, um, uh, where um, he's going from the intellectual capital to the hedonistic capital of Greece. Um, uh, and, and we're familiar with his letters to the Corinthians. Um, but it's uh, his model, you know, that draws upon. The, that, that bit of advice Jesus gave you. You've got to be ready to hear that. Uh, he takes what's familiar and brings it to them. It's a good message for us as well to, to try and meet people where they are, understand what, what, what they understand, um, to, to make, uh, make evident how God is in their lives because we know he is. Look for those points that, that strike that familiarity. Get our prayers and bring them before our God. Begin with a prayer for peace in our world. Remember very specially 
Jesus's own uh, homeland is uh, uh, trouble there is uh, violence is escalating towards war. Um, we got, God sent his spirit of peace to, to all men and women, but particularly in and around Jerusalem. We pray to the Lord. We pray for the church in gratitude for God's word and God's sacraments. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our own country. Uh, God bless our, our, those charged with leadership with his, his, the grace of his wisdom. God watch over the charged with our safety and protect them. Um, God would uh, protect all of us. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our mission of Catholic education. Um, uh, ministry begun by Jesus, continued uh, by Paul, and extended to uh, to our faculty and students today. Uh, pray in a special way for the senior class as they're winding down and getting ready to graduate as we send them out to the world as Jesus sent his apostles out. We pray to the Lord. We pray for the repose of the soul of Father John Dillon on this the first anniversary of his death. Um, Father Dillon was my spiritual director for uh, about 40 years. So uh, uh, as he is with God, uh, just remembering him in gratitude for his life um, and uh, for all those who, who mourn his passing, we pray to the Lord. For your intention. Lord, hear our prayer. To pray for my sister-in-law's uh, granddaughter, um, Serena, who's five years old and uh, being treated for brain cancer. And for another little girl of uh, similar age, Bella, who is uh, having her six-month checkup uh, today. We haven't been uh, cancer-free for about a year now. But, uh, these results may mirror uh, these others, we pray to the Lord. Loving God, we come before you, bringing you our hopes and desires. These few we've given voice, others we hold silently in our hearts. But we offer all of them to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our brother and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. It is the fruit of the earth, the work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink.
Pray, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God Almighty Father. Loving God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers in, of the one supreme Godhead, grant we pray that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in the Easter season above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed, and integrity, excuse me, integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, Every land, every people exult in your praise. And even the heavenly powers of the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, save us, save the world. For by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. You are. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, Bishop Walter, our administrator, and all the clergy. Remember your servant John, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who've fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, John, and your apostles, Marius, Achilles, Pancras, and your, and your martyrs, St. Clair, St. Francis, and all the saints that please you throughout the ages, you may merit to be co-heirs eternal life. And I praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior's command, informed by divine.
teaching, let us pray together the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called in the supper of the Lamb, Lord. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those who have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. And may you who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith by living in a right manner on this earth be united with him in the homeland of heaven. 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank all of you.